As a business leader, you know attracting top talent is just the beginning. Real growth happens when you lead yourself and others well. Creating a company culture that attracts, nurtures, and retains the best of all things. We'll teach you how to make an impact through a holistic leadership approach. Reframing success in leadership. This is the Talent Magnet Institute podcast with your host, Mike Sipple Jr. Well, it is an honor to have you, the listener, tuning in today to the Talent Magnet Institute podcast, and a great honor for me to be in the studio today with Julie Calvert, the president and CEO of the Cincinnati USA Convention and Visitors Bureau. Julie has been at the forefront of leadership for our region in the greater Cincinnati region, and also doing great things nationally to elevate Greater Cincinnati as a destination for people to visit, for businesses to relocate and expand, and a place for families to call home. Julie, thank you so much for being here today. Mike, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. You and I have connected a great deal on the impact of our community brand elevation and how businesses can really both help with that and the knowledge base they need to help themselves retain and attract great talent to their organizations and to our region. So I'm very much looking forward today to talking about how travel and tourism and the message of a city impacts the organizations and people living within it. So thank you again for being a part of this. As organizations seek to relocate here and or evaluate, do we expand here or create a separate headquarters elsewhere? What are you finding as some of the big areas of attraction to this community today? Well, you know, I think there's a couple different ways to look at that. And one of the biggest challenges, or we like to look at as opportunities that we have as a region, is to really take a moment to step back and think about how we're talking about our region, importantly. And what we found is that Cincinnati and our region wasn't necessarily thought negatively of. We just weren't really bubbling to the top of the consideration list for all, for all sorts of reasons, whether it was for, again, to your point of a move here, a visit here, or a relocation. So we really, you know, in partnership with other organizations like the Chamber, Ready Cincinnati, the Convention Visitors Bureau, and others, really wanted to step back and take a hard look about how do we talk about this region? Because you know, we know that once we get people here, it starts to sell itself. For sure. So, but how do we start to demystify, if you will, you know, what all the offerings we have here as a community? So Mm -hmm. we spent about a year and a half, you know, really taking a hard look at that and came out with some nice data points and, you know, like a nice narrative that Mm -hmm. these organizations that are in charge of doing the lion's share of the marketing outside of Cincinnati, you know, can really take and use. So we're talking consistently and importantly, authentically about who we are as a region. You know, how many times have you seen, you know, a nice brochure about a city or you've heard great things and you go there and it's like, wow, that really didn't meet my expectation. It wasn't really. And that's credibility from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And one thing that we really pride ourselves on here in this region is being very authentic, you know, and, and with the experiences that we offer, the opportunities that are here. And so we want to, you know, again, make sure that that opportunity, and that experience follows people all the way through mm-hmm. for sure. The one thing that we know is incredibly important for people is really creating that sense of place. You know, when you hear Cincinnati, you might think, you know, baseball or chili, but you really don't get a sense of, you know, the neighborhoods that are here, the quality of life that exists, the vast opportunities, you know, that are here. So really spending some good time really focusing on the value, you know, what is the benefit of being in this region, whether it's for a visit, a relocation or whatnot, but how is your life better? you know, here in this region versus anywhere else you could possibly go. Mm -hmm. So really getting that story straight and getting adoption across the organizations that are really in charge of doing that was a feat that had been tried before um, Mm -hmm. in this community and just really kind of went so far 
But that's as far as it went. But when you look around what's happening from downtown through the suburbs, all up through the northern tier of Hamilton County, Warren County, Butler County, I mean, this is a vast region. There are a lot of opportunities and there's a lot of good things happening. So really getting beyond what's happening downtown and what's happening out into the region is really important. That's wonderful. Yeah, we share quite often and we have wrote a lot of blog post articles on this that when you think about relocation, it's not just about getting the right offer. It's about creating the right experiences for the family unit, whatever that family unit looks like, so that they know they can find that sense of place in the new city they're going to, wherever that relocation is. Fortunately, we happen to be based in greater Cincinnati, Ohio, and that story is very strong. And that the experiences that people can have here and the things that people can fall in love with here is tremendous. Do you find from a global perspective or individuals who move here, do you find a difference between, call it transplants, to people who have been here all their lives and their perceptions or opinions of the region? And how can we help people elevate and get beyond? You know, Absolutely, for sure. And I think it's a simple situation where you take what you know for granted sometimes. And people who have lived here or people who were born here, lived here, never really went beyond, you know, the 15-county region, in many cases beyond their own neighborhood in some cases, really have not appreciated all of the opportunity that's here. We are really a tier one city, but it's manageable to get around. It's accessible, easy. So when you think of the restaurants, the arts, the culture, you know, just the heritage that exists here, we are right on par with cities like Chicago, Philadelphia, New York, for certain in terms of what we offer. So it's really getting people that are here to really become those ambassadors and really understand and really love the region, like the way that we bring people inside or from outside of Cincinnati into Cincinnati, I mean, their eyes are opened immediately. And it's, against one of those situations where, wow, I just didn't know. And once we get people here, it sells itself. And they see the arts, they see the culture, they see the accessible highway, the world-class airport, you know, that we have where you can get anywhere you need to get to with, you know, whether that's a direct flight or it's a one-stop somewhere. And now, of course, with the international expansions that are happening, just the opportunities are, are yeah. immense. Yeah. So we definitely see a real shift in between People coming in from outside of the region for what they see in Cincinnati, what they love and how they fall in love, to your point, with it versus the people that are here. But we see more and more, we, our locals are more and more coming into that. And we hear all the time, you know, people wanting to do high school reunions, college reunions, girlfriend getaways. Instead of going outside of Cincinnati, they're bringing people here. Mm. You know, we're seeing that through some of the hotel occupancies and just in working with our hotels, that local traffic you know, versus the out-of-town traffic, which when you start firing on all cylinders on those things, I mean, that's a huge recipe for success. Yeah, and we've noticed a great trend of organizations bringing all of doing their all-employee meetings here in Cincinnati. That's right. right? P&G, Kroger, and, others, and, they're choosing to stay here purposely. Yeah, yeah, and bring in national sales conferences and their national team-building conference. Let's not go to Chicago. Let's go to Cincinnati. Although with those listening that are in other cities, the big encouragement is to figure out what are the assets of the community you're in. And for those listening who may be in greater Cincinnati that haven't had the opportunity recently to really pay attention to what that last article said of what makes us a top 12, a top 10, a top six in whatever category, go explore and relearn the region and all that the assets we have here. So earlier this past year, Cincinnati landed as a top 10 place in the world to visit in the New York Times and aligned with cities such as New Orleans, Colombia, locations in Italy and the Caribbean and Switzerland. How does that happen? How do you highlight the assets here to get on such a list? 
Well, first of all, that to be on that list and debut at number eight is incredible. absolutely incredible for Cincinnati. We couldn't be more proud of that designation. And, and in many cases, I mean, we've worked our entire lives, you know, for that designation. And you know what it is? It, it's just every day waking up, you know, thinking about the stories we want to tell, who are the publications, the podcasts, you know, that we want to tell that story to. And interestingly, with the 52 places mentioned in the New York Times that you just talked about, Mike, that isn't something that we were actually able to pitch. But you influence that through all the different articles that have been in Travel and Leisure, USA Today about Cincinnati. I mean, every list that Cincinnati is on every single day. And those editors get into a room and they look at all the stories that have been written in their publication, in this case, the New York Times, and they make that decision. They put that list together and, you know, you hope and you want to be on that, but it isn't a typical situation like, you know, there's a story just recently in the Chicago Tribune about our food scene. That we can pitch, that we can talk about, bring those reporters here. But in the 52 places, it's the cumulative effect of all those stories for the past four years that since we've become very dedicated at telling this region's story to the national publications that we were able to finally for the first time crack that list. Wow. And it really is the designation of a lifetime. We have seen an influx of visitors, the civic pride, that the swell of that that's happened in this community. You can't buy that. Mm. And the great thing about it is that those are credible third-party endorsements of what's happening in the region. And these are really smart cities that are on these lists. So mm -hmm. it, is, it is no accident that we're on that list. Mm -hmm. And it's really well-earned and well-deserved for everything from the economic development initiatives that are happening, from the talent attraction initiatives, business expansions, neighborhood development, and just that, you know, again, with international flights now at CVG, we really are an international world-class city, and that's how you make that list. Yeah. And we have the goods to prove it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So those who have not visited Cincinnati, Ohio, we welcome you to experience it. And I know for us, we represent a lot of international organizations. People ask how, right? How can you be a greater Cincinnati-based executive search firm and be a global search firm. And the beauty is there's a lot of international executives that are here who love this community. And this has been for decades. It's like the story that doesn't get told as much. And a lot of leaders who then, you know, when and if their roles transition, they keep their family stay here, right? And then they commute. I know we have many of our clients right now that are utilizing our airport system at CVG and our airport system at Lunkin to take advantage of being able to keep our family here, great schools, great accessibility, all of them. You find yourself in your community and you embed yourself. So whether they love the arts or the symphony or the athletic scene here, or just they love their neighborhoods and the communities and the churches and the places of worship that they're in, don't want to leave here. And I think that speaks so greatly to a region like ours. That's exactly right. And again, in my line of work, we see this a lot. You know, they just sort of like this reverse commute, if you will. People come into this community, they find a great job, they find sort of their tribe, you know, if you will, mm -hmm. the people that they associate with. And then a job situation changes and their family stays and they they commute back and forth where it used to be just as recently as, you know, seven years ago, we would have world headquarters in the city, right? You know, Macy's, P&G, Kroger, mm -hmm. others. And the executives would live in New York and commute here for the job. But anymore, we're seeing the trend where that's Very reversing nice. itself. Hmm. And not only are they, it's reversing, but they're bringing their friends, their family. They're advocating, you know, for people to work and play and be in this community mm -hmm. at rates that we haven't seen, you know, mm -hmm. before. So that momentum is really palpable, really positive, and really important if we're going to continue to grow as a region, which we are. And it's really kind of an interesting change of events, if you will, to see how that happens. And when people 
for whatever reason, for the reason they came into this community, or you know, to my point before, you switch jobs, they're choosing to stay in this community and find that other job here Absolutely. versus leaving. Absolutely. So in terms of a business owner or an executive in a family or privately held company that might not be downtown, that might be in the suburbs, what do you hope that organizations or want to see organizations doing more of to be a part of the community, kind of leaning into this conversation and continue to help maintain the vibrancy here? Well, I think number one, bringing friends and family, you know, to this region. You know, nobody, you know, no CEO relocates a business without first visiting there first. Mm -hmm. Talent don't move to cities unless they've visited that place first. Mm -hmm. So we want people to continue to bring their friends, bring their family, advocate for Cincinnati and the region. Because to your point, it's not just, you know, one county. We have 15 counties that surround the city of Cincinnati in Northern Kentucky that are really great opportunities, options for anyone. So, you know, again, seeing is believing the more people we can bring here to experience the community, the better for that. You know, another great way is through, you know, with my organization at the Convention Visitors Bureau, before we talked about organizations hosting meetings, we want more of that. You know, if you're part of a national association, you're part of a, you know, some sort of a trade or a group, have that meeting here in Cincinnati. Call my office and let's work together to set that up. Again, we can bring people in mass here. They'll come back, they'll visit, and we're seeing that more and more. And I think people also to really advocate and be a real champion, you know, for this community. And there is a lot to say about the power of civic pride. Mm. And, you know, I think about Cleveland. You know, I used to live in Cleveland. I love Cleveland. My family's in Cleveland. I'm from Cincinnati originally, but mm -hmm. there. You know, they have probably the worst football team in the NFL, right? They mm -hmm. lost every game last year. And they had a parade to celebrate the fact that there was a perfect season. Right. So think of other cities who would bemoan the team and who would just kind of give up. That's all part of civic pride. And so, again, support the city, support the region, be a part of it, advocate, find ways to get involved, volunteer in causes and you know, organizations that are important to you and get to know your community as well as you can. You know, my, my family and I have a list at home of, you know, like our top 40 things that we want to do, mm. you know, in this town. We just start marking those off one by one to be a visitor and be a tourist in your own town. Mm. And, you know, one of our most favorite things to do is to go up to the top of the Crew Tower, which for those listening is one of the tallest towers in downtown Cincinnati. And you go to the very top to the 49th floor and you can see the entire region from there. So when I take, you know, I have a young son, two of them. And when I took my youngest son up there in particular, just the, the, his eyes near the open and just you know, I had no idea. So mm -hmm. you see that converting right there is, is really, you know, motivating and gratifying. So mm -hmm. we just really want to see more and more people getting involved, advocating for the city, bringing their friends, bringing their family here, holding a convention or a meeting here in the town just to expose as many people as we can to what's happening. That's wonderful. Another area that I really applaud you and all of the leaders in our community from economic development to the additional regional and tourism network, to the chambers of commerce, to the business leaders that are really leaning into the focus of our region is a, our region is a winner. And our region has so much to offer and all of the branding work that's happening as a region. Are there any aspects there that you have felt a little unique in this city? And how do we use that to our advantage that we are a three-state region in these 15 MSA counties? Well, I think it's the confluence of the different experiences, the cultures that you find right here in this part of the country. You've got north and south, right? You've got, you know, east and west. So Cincinnati really sits at that confluence of kind of what change is happening, you know, throughout the country. Mm -hmm. And the fact that we do uniquely sit at the crux of three states, 
brings a whole variety of experiences to what we offer as a region. Mm -hmm. So we don't typically like to say, hey, we have something for everybody because that then tells me you don't really know how to sell your community. Mm -hmm. But we offer experiences that would be exciting, motivating, satisfying, delightful to anybody that would be coming into this region. And when you think about the business leadership, we work across bridges, not borders. Mm -hmm. When we work over in Northern Kentucky, that's the same as working in Cincinnati and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And more and more, you see those organizations on both sides of the river working cooperatively on different regional initiatives that will drive the region forward, whether that's transportation, economic development. I mean, look at the way that this community came together to go after the Amazon HQ2 mm-hmm. opportunity last year. Now, ultimately, we weren't successful in that, but there's a series of attributes that were things that we were right. of no fault of our own. Where there was just, we're in progress for some of those things. Mm-hmm. But we sold this region as one region. And 10 years ago, 15 years ago, you might have Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky officials both fighting for that. But we came together as a region, our government officials, our business leaders to do that. And we're going to see, you're going to continue to see more and more of that because Mm -hmm. we're, again, we're not seeing three states and three borders. We're seeing three opportunities Mm -hmm. to work together. Yeah, absolutely. And the leadership focus of partnerships, right? The power of collaboration is you're much more powerful collaborating than you are trying to do things on your own. And that partnership, I applaud you for the leadership in that space. I think that you have helped so much in our region really coming together as a collaborator and other leaders as well that we've referenced. I know we had a previous podcast with Brent Cooper and we had that same conversation, bringing up the impact and leadership of Jill Meyer and John Reeder and so many also business leaders in the community that have taken this job very personal. Well, you know, and you think about the people in the executives that are moving this region forward and collaboratively, that's not their day job. Right. I mean, they're running Fortune 500 companies. They're running national law firms. You know, it's my job and Jill Meyer from the Chamber's job and John Reeder from Ready's job every day to wake up and think about how to move this forward. But to your point, it's got to be done in a collaborative partnership fashion. Mm-hmm. So it is our responsibility to stand up and bring those folks together and help them lead through this change. But when you think about the 3CDC, mm-hmm. the Center City Development Corporation, which was developed over 10 years ago to really bring a new life and revitalization back into the over-the-rhine neighborhood. It's a public-private partnership that's funded by some of the biggest corporations in this town. And again, when you think of the corporations, it's what's the return on that investment? And they put that money in there knowing that it's a long-term play. Mm-hmm. And they're okay with that mm-hmm. because that's betting on the come, you know, of this city. And so they're looking for an immediate investment. And they knew that going into it. That's leadership at that corporate level where they don't have to do that. We could have just kept moving. But again, to have that visionary line of sight Mm -hmm. to say, if we do just a little bit more and do things differently, what possibly could we have? Mm -hmm. And then you look at how that's just just like the pebble in the pond, right? You just put that in there and it just goes and goes and goes. And um, so I think that's a really unique point, Mike, about this region is just the level of engagement that we're getting from our business leaders at the civic level is really unmatched in any other area of the country. And to those listening who are those leaders, we thank you for all that you do in this great community. And for those listening who say, well, I wonder what that means or how can I get involved? Certainly reaching out to Julie, reaching out to ourselves. We would love to see you in those meetings and to have you participating. And I think you owe it to both the community you're in and the business you lead and this region to do so. So we hope that more people want to get engaged. We're excited about leading a 
this global audience that we've already seen so early tune into this podcast, hosting it right here from Greater Cincinnati, knowing that we're serving leaders all over Europe, all over Asia, working with executive teams from all over the world and serving them mostly from Greater Cincinnati. Our team has team members outside the area that live in Manhattan and St. Louis and Inglewood, Colorado and Nashville, and they even love coming here right? Because of everything that this city has to offer. I share an example. Years ago, my sister moved away from Cincinnati, Ohio. Our family's business was downtown. And I remember when she came back for kind of the first time in many years. And I said, hey, guess what we're going to be doing? We're going to be going to see Over the Rhine playing with the Cincinnati Ballet. And we're going to have dinner in Over the Rhine as well. The band Over the Rhine and the Cincinnati Ballet when they performed several years ago. And it was, well, we're not allowed to mom and dad never let us go to that area of our community and to see the revitalization and to walk the streets and see people from all walks of life there, enjoying being there and having those experiences. So um, just such an amazing story to tell. Yeah, it really is. And when you think about Over the Rhine 10 years ago, it was the most dangerous neighborhood in America. I mean, and, and that's not just a an overly dramatic description of what that neighborhood was. I mean, Crime statistics back that up in terms of, you know, just the things that were happening in that neighborhood. And we really came to a point right around 2001 where we had to make a decision, you mm -hmm. know, as a community, you know, what do we want to be and how are we going to make this happen? And so the investment that went into that neighborhood, and, that, and again, it's one of the most historically important neighborhoods in all of this 15-county region right. in terms of how the city of Cincinnati was built. You know, it's a very German neighborhood. It was built by German immigrants. Mm -hmm. So our beer heritage, our sausage-making heritage goes right back mm. to that neighborhood. And for all sorts of reasons, it falls into disrepair. And it's got this, as you know, this beautiful collection of Italianate architecture, the largest collection work. anywhere in the United States, right there in that neighborhood. So if that gives the people listening any indication of kind of how we value our neighborhoods, how we value our home. You know, it's not about if something's not working, so tear it down and rebuild. Let's restore and give it a new life and give mm -hmm. it a new reason for being. And we see that now happening in so many neighborhoods. Uh, it's not mm -hmm. just over the Rhine, but it's the West End. Mm -hmm. You know, it's Avondale. It's Northside, neighborhood of mm -hmm. Cincinnati. You see it happening, again, you know, we're sitting about 10 miles north of downtown Cincinnati, mm -hmm. and you see it happening all over Absolutely. this region. So, you know, I think there's a real commitment to continually better ourselves Absolutely. in better our city. And when you look at, you know, we're fighting above our weight class against other cities that don't have to work as hard mm -hmm. to get name recognition. Mm -hmm. And I do believe that because of the work that we've all been doing, it isn't as hard to get name recognition anymore as right. it used to be. Right. And, you know, I travel quite often, Mike, as I know you do, and it never fails that with either I'm in a department store, or I'm in an airport or a hotel, and you start talking with someone and you say, oh, I'm from Cincinnati. You say, oh, I just read an article about Cincinnati. Yeah. Oh, I have a friend that lives there. Oh, my cousin is from. Mm -hmm. So there's this connection continues to happen. And I think the more and more people see the name Cincinnati, whether it's in a publication or, or whatever, it's starting to bubble more and more top of mind. Mm -hmm. And that's incredibly important for all of us Absolutely. in the business of bringing people here and importantly getting them to stay. Yeah, yeah. And I love the mental concept and approach of restoration, mm -hmm. you know, and all that's happening in north of the city and east and west of the city and the river cities and Covington and Ludlow and Bellevue and Dayton, Kentucky. You know, it's just an incredible experience seeing the and the energy. I think that's the other part that's so exciting about being in this community is that leaders really care. 
You know, I have friends that are in Dayton, Kentucky that are putting all they have into Dayton, Kentucky and Bellevue, Kentucky and over the Rhine and the West End and now lower middle and Price Hill. Right. We've got friends that are bringing businesses to lower and middle price hill and they've got some real revitalization happening there. And to show that as we build economy, we have more opportunities to employ people and get people back into the workforce and invest in people and show our care for people and bring people together as one community. That's right versus creating divide. You know, we just had a commission to study through an organization called Tourism Economics, you know, to really get an economic impact of the travel and tourism industry, Hmm. you know, here in this region. And every city, talent, attraction, and available jobs are so important. And the hospitality industry is the fastest growing industry of any industry in all of greater Cincinnati Hmm. in terms of the jobs that are available. And these aren't just, you know, front desk jobs. These are careers that people can have. It's management opportunities. It's, you know, getting in maybe perhaps at the ground floor and then growing. Mm -hmm. And again, as our region continues to grow and quickly as one of those places that are preferred to visit, you're going to see that continue to go and go and go. And so the the hospitality industry absolutely plays a huge role in talent attraction. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, people are coming to this region to work here and they're choosing hospitality jobs because it's a healthy, growing industry. Mm -hmm. And that feeds our economic development. You know, it feeds all of our business attraction efforts and expansion efforts because when you think about it, Mike, when you visit a city, that's new money into that community. Whereas if we go out to dinner or to a movie or to a music park and we live here, you're just moving that dollar around, mm-hmm. you know, within the community. But coming in, that's like putting new money into the bank account, which feeds the tax base, which keeps the roads clear and the trash collections and, and all those things that the basic city services and regional services that have to happen to make this a really vibrant region. Mm-hmm. Um, so there really isn't another industry in this region or in anybody's, you know, where mm-hmm. that literally is such an economic generator. Mm-hmm. You know, we do that through growing, you know, the visitor base every single day. Mm -hmm. And when you talk to Jill Meyer over at the chamber or Jana, or even in the folks over at Triad in Northern Kentucky, I mean, they'll tell you, there is more and more, and this is happening nationally, such a deeper connection between tourism and economic development organizations. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, the goals are the same, you know, for that, just a a different way of doing that. So, and that's one thing that we're really getting good at here as a region is cross industry, you know, working together, where are the similarities, you know, where are the the symbiotic opportunities for all of us to work together? And because it's not just because it feels good, because it's good business, right? right? And so again, when we hear stories all the time of, you know, site selectors coming into Cincinnati or coming into Northern Kentucky, you know, in Southeast Indiana, and they're saying it's just the level of it's easy there. I can get my work done. I can get things done. Road barriers are are, are moved Mm -hmm. out of the way. I mean, sometimes literally, you know, Mm -hmm. moved out of the way, but the government officials and the governments are all a part of that. And that sends signals that, you know, we're easy to do business with. And it's just life is better here. Right. And that's what it's all about. And that's the basic premise of the regional positioning that we did, you know, about a year ago. And in fact, we launched a year ago today. Hmm. And you think about how different the dialogue was a year ago versus what it is now. And there's a reason for that. And, you know, I think about Nashville, you know, 10 years ago, which people didn't go to Nashville. They went to Opryland Hmm. to do their meetings or their their entertainment. But Nashville had a crisis when they had their flood back in 2010 that flooded their entire downtown. And they came together and said, we have an opportunity. You know, do we just make the water go away or do we really... How do we rise together? And you're seeing that here in Cincinnati now. So mm-hmm. I'm so excited, you know, to see, you know, where we are in five years from now, 10 years from now. And I think it'll be a region that nobody recognizes, but everyone wants to be a part of. Absolutely. Yeah, we are very excited to be a part of that. And thank you for your leadership. I know from the 
initiatives that you and I have been involved with, seeing the logistics and the leadership to make this region attractive to some of the biggest opportunities in the world. It's just an incredible part to be on the inside of sometimes with volunteerism and leaning into those conversations and all of your partners, all of the partners that are a part of this emergence and all of the both physical partners in terms of their investment with money and also in resources and also with time. You know, we want to thank all of those listening. And we hope that those who, are, again, are not from Greater Cincinnati, we hope you will visit us. We also hope you'll learn from this conversation about how you can help your own community continue to elevate to its best and to be its best and move forward from there and make our world a greater place to experience life. So, Julie, thank you for being a part of the Talent Magnet Institute podcast. Thank you for helping our region be the best talent magnet that it can for businesses and for families to expand, live, and enjoy life here. And I look forward to our next conversation. Great. Thanks, Mike. It's a pleasure. And, you know, really appreciate the opportunity to talk about to your audience how important this region is and the things that we can offer. We hope that somebody will pick up the phone and call and come and experience it for themselves. Absolutely. All right. Thank you. And we look forward to seeing you in our next episode of the Talent Magnet Institute podcast. Companies and teams with authentic leaders attract the best talent, are the most productive, and keep people around the longest. Are you an authentic leader? Go to talentmagnetinstitutepodcast.com slash authentic to find out if you're ticking all the boxes. The Talent Magnet Institute podcast is powered by Centennial, a talent strategy and executive search firm, and the Talent Magnet Institute. You can engage with us at Talent Magnet I on Twitter, or Talent Magnet Institute on LinkedIn and Facebook. Please communicate by using hashtag Talent Magnet. Find us in your favorite podcast app to subscribe, rate, and leave a review, as well as share with a colleague. You can also listen at talentmagnetpodcast.com. Our podcast studio is based in greater Cincinnati, Ohio. We are supported by our listeners, clients, and partners from all over the world. The Talent Magnet Institute podcast is made possible by a great team that includes Janelle Spence and Christine Lewis of Centennial, Josh Chappelle and Adam Smith of Soundpress, produced by Chris Madine of New Fidelity Studios, and Audra Casino and Megan Doherty of One Stone Creative. Music written by DJ Corbett and Chris Madine. And myself, your host, Mike Sipple Jr., Thank you for joining us on the journey of developing leaders to succeed in relationships, work, community, and life, reframing success in leadership.